This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Running like this Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another week of Marking Out, pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. You can uh, listen to this and all past episodes on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and MarkingOut.com. While you're over at MarkingOut.com, make sure you buy yourself a Marking Out t-shirt. Uh, social media-wise, you can follow us on Twitter at Marking Out, where we live tweet during a plethora of things. WrestleMania weekend's coming up, so definitely expect us to be live tweeting the heck out of everything that we go to. In addition, you can like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash marking out. We post videos, discussions, people's birthdays, all that good stuff. Uh, emails about inquiries, musical interludes, everything like that. You can go email us at markingout1 at gmail.com. Got to give a special thanks to Ring Rope Rebellion for making our theme music, ringroperebellion.com. And also got to give a huge shout out to at Nick Matocho on Twitter for making our wonderful logo. Go check both of them out. Got to give a little plug to our brothers over in the Shining Wizards podcast. Go check them out on Twitter at Wizards Podcast, ShiningWizards.com. My name is Chris. You can follow me on Twitter at Chris Sweendog. I'm also sitting here with Brandon. How are you doing today, Brandon? I'm doing awesome as always, and I am ecstatic that you introduced me first. Yeah, that was. I meant to go mention that I'm also (laughs) sitting here with at no Twitter Dave. Dave, how are you today? I am doing awesome as always. There we go. Way to steal my stuck. Yeah, you got too excited about. you know, yeah, things. that was really special for me. Oh my god, <laughs> this is gonna be in like Brandon's like 2013 memories. That one episode of Marking Out where I was introduced second. I'm gonna yeah, tell right? my grandchildren like that one time I was introduced before David on this and podcast, on the and, these ki- and the kids don't know what a podcast is. What's uh, a podcast? We only have virtual reality. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what the hell did you even say right there? I don't know, virtuality or whatever. All right. I hope uh, you know everybody that's listening to this uh, got a chance to check out Ringside Reactions. That was a that was a little interesting ditty that we did last night. It was, it was I, fun. Yeah. Unfortunately, my uh, feed well, died out. Not not unfortunately. It was fortunate, but yeah, for some, for some. <laughs> <laughs> but it was fun discussing WrestleMania since we are in the heart of WrestleMania season. And on that segue, let's get into sports entertainment talk. For this week, we'll start off with SmackDown as we normally do from last week. Uh, goods, bads, middles. Uh, we have one bad. We'll start off with the bads. Miz defeating Antonio Cesaro. I mean, yes, I know they're trying to build up the Miz in this in the push to WrestleMania, but you're you know a guy that has been so dominant since being pretty much introduced into the WWE, having him defeated, and it it, it doesn't sit right with me. I I think it's awful to have the Miz. Defeat both the WC, uh, the WCW, the IC, the IC champion, and the US champion all within a week span. Mm-hmm. I think that that is just a poor idea because that only shows that he's better than the both of them. He could be in the championship scene, mm-hmm. and I feel like they really need to make up their mind about the Miz and what they really want from him. Because if they want him in one of those uh, 
I guess, lower championships, they should really have him start losing to some of them. I feel, yeah. like, they're build- I feel like they're building him up a little bit more than they should be. And I think they need to be building up Cesaro a lot more than the than they're just dropping him. Yeah, because uh, you know I think I, we're all going to see a, a battle royal for and we've said it several times. Yeah. Battle royal for Antonio Cesaro's championship. Someone's going to win. Antonio Cesaro is going to beat them in like two seconds with a neutralizer. Did you did you see that video of him at the gym? No. There's a video of him at the gym doing like. The videos that Brandon watches of men working out at the gym. I've seen, Cesaro. I've, seen the, I've seen the videos of Caitlyn at the gym. He's yeah, doing like a one-arm fucking barbell lift. Yeah, you when you do usually, you know, usually when you're lifting weights, sometimes you use one hand. No, like you know those giant barbells. I don't know. Yeah, how much I did he have on it? I don't know. I couldn't tell. But then he like he did another. He squatted like it looked like a lot of weight. No, no, he's very European. Yeah, he's very. I gotta get that shirt. I don't know. Maybe I'll give you guys some money WrestleMania weekend. You can buy me a bunch of shit. Yeah, yeah. I think that I might have to give you guys a hundred bucks and go to the high spots table at PWS and buy me a bunch of PWG DVDs. Uh, I.e., we're buying you Sin Cara masks at WrestleMania. No, you're not. You're not buying me shit at WrestleMania. Um, all right, so let's continue on. Uh, so those are one bad. Then we have our one middle was, uh, I guess. The build-up for the six-man match, The Shield versus Randy Orton, Big Show, and Sheamus. Uh, you start off your SmackDown with Miz TV with uh, Randy Orton, Sheamus, and Big Show. You know, talking about it, maybe if they can trust each other, how they're going to do. And then at the end of the night, you have these guys in action against three-man bands. I mean, The Shield, three-man band, I guess they're both equally as power- powerful. But you have, you have the Celtic, I guess you can call them the Celtic Viper Show now, uh, get the win and have a little stare-down with The Shield. I would Dave Gow because I'm like I'm not a fan of this at all because first off Big Show I feel like it's just getting thrown in there because they had no clue what to do with him and they were just like you know what we're actually going to take Ryback out of this equation and we've already no, seen they Mark had, Henry versus they had, Big Show but they had the Shield attack Big Show yeah but it was all done yeah. within a recent span I mean I just don't see the point of it. Yeah. And, then to have them, and then to have them go over a three-man band doesn't really say all that much. Yeah, it doesn't do anything for them. Right, which was – I've been – I mean I'm sure all of us have been saying for weeks when they have matches like this, like we know who's – like come on. Who's going to win? I mean put, to, put together a team of like Swagger and two other people or something like that. Yeah, but be realistic. Be but if, if you want wrestling fans to believe more, be more realistic. Yeah. Don't give us people that have that we've seen job for months. I mean, and, and if you can't have Swagger lose because of his match coming up, yeah, that's what I was going to say. A, you could always just have him just walk away from his tag team partners and leave them. Yeah, or and just have yeah, that. And that puts it, more heat. That, that gives Swagger even more heat. Yeah, so. it gives that gives Swagger a lot of heat, and then it will also it will allow the Shield to. I mean, the uh, the team face, I guess, uh, beat down the those Celtic other Viper people. show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but there was a lot of, you know, I guess Dave wasn't a fan of that. I wasn't really a big fan of it either. But there were a lot of goods coming off of uh, SmackDown as well. Uh, you have Mark Henry defeating Zack Ryder in a pretty much squash match. But afterwards, he's got the, pretty much the first physical altercation between Mark Henry and Ryback, where Ryback comes in and clotheslines Mark Henry, taking him down and knocking him out of the ring. Yeah, which is surprising that it's not a good because Zack, Ryder's, Zack Ryder has a match on TV. But we're choosing it because Ryback uh, got the first blow, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So that that kind of puts him at a, an 
an advantage. Uh, uh, but that still goes back to that same thing. Like, come on, like who's going to win? We know who's going to win. No, we don't. Like, come on, you never, you didn't go into that match thinking, oh wow. Zach, oh, okay. Are, I thought you were thinking about Mark Henry and Ryback. I'm sorry. Right, yeah. No. Nah. I, I feel like sometimes a squash match is good, but I also know that Brandon, you don't like squash matches at all, right? Like you don't in, understand in them. certain in certain st- circumstances, like Ryback debuts and you, you want to build them up, and boom, 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 boom. Yeah. But in, in, when you're giving us Zack Ryder in a squash match, like what's the point? Yeah, I feel like when you all already have the wrestler developed and everything, I don't see the need of having it a just, squash. It just resets the character even more, and like you do even more damage doing that. Yeah, I know. Okay, uh, yeah, good uh, good points there, gentlemen. Uh, Dolph Ziggler and Kofi Kingston putting on a hell of a match. That's you know that's why it's in there because it was a great match. I feel like <laughs> Kofi Kingston could could like. Do anything good backstage, and nothing will happen of it. I feel like yeah, he just does so would, much more than he's getting. I would love to know what's wrong there because he has it. He's I mean, carrying I, everything. He really I, does. I truly hate how I, I read online, which is probably fake. I hope that is fake about him that they don't think he could get over as a uber baby face when they haven't been giving him the opportunity to, and he yeah. uh, he definitely can. Like we've seen him, we've seen him over, and they just they just drop the ball. Look they at just him versus drop Orton. The ball. Multiple he, times, he, yeah, yeah, exactly. They just keep dropping the ball, though. He deserves more. WWE dropping the ball. That's what they should change their opening to. WWE uh, dropping the ball since nineteen whatever. <laughs> not that. If they were dropping the ball, they'd be TNA. Uh, the ball too. Yeah, that was a joke. Uh, Jack Swagger defeating Chris Jericho in uh, what was a pretty good match. A uh, bigger story coming out of it, though, was the fact that Fandango, or excuse me, Fandango uh, interfered. I mean, didn't interfere, but attacked Chris Jericho post-match. And you got to see uh, a little glimpse of Fandango for the first time in the ring by dropping a killer killer leg drop onto Chris Jericho. Kind of. um, I give so much props to YTJ. If he's not in, if he is a legend of pro wrestling for the fact that I'm almost, I'm 99.9% positive. He has a losing record and it's only, it's because he puts over other talent because he's that damn good. But was, was that, was that leg drop the Harlem, uh, Harlem hangover? No. Cause the Harlem hangover had a flip to it. Yeah. He did a sent uh, a flip with him, but Maybe. didn't, Nope. Curtis do a flip? No, he didn't do a flip. I'm positive about huh. this. I will big O slap shop at you. No, yeah. Oh. I don't it was know. just a straight up guillotine leg drop. Yeah, straight up guillotine uh-huh. leg drop. Not not my favorite leg drops that I've seen though. Really? Why? Because yours is Jeff Hardy and Matt Hardy's, right? No, no. Ken Doan had a really good one, and so did one of the dicks. <laughs> nah. Seriously, I think it was a dick, right? I don't know, Brandon. I don't know what you're doing on the weekends over here. No, <laughs> seriously, leg dropping it, dicks. Ken Doan, really, he did have a he had a high drop, uh, leg drop, and everything. It was great. Yeah, I, I don't recall. Yeah, neither do I. I apologize. Uh, more goods. You had the Rhodes Scholars and Tensai and Brodus Clay go to a no contest because there was a brawl on the outside between the Bellas and Naomi and Cameron. I mean, I like it just because of the fact that you're adding some depth now to your WrestleMania card by putting these people, these eight individuals, in a mixed gender match. Where they could have had two Divas matches and then had you know another tag team match, but now you're kind of melding those two together in something that could be a lot. It could be a lot of fun to watch. 
it just usually, sucks that the Bella Twins aren't going to be wrestling Brodus Claire Tenside because I, I could see Naomi wrestling Cody Rhodes or Damian Sandow, and I really do hope that happens. I'm, I'm a big fan of this match. If you came to me a long time ago when the Funkadactyls uh, first started and everything, and you said that this is going to be a WrestleMania match, I'd be like, all right, fuck off. But right now, I think that it's a really good matchup. I'm a big fan of the Road Scholars. I'm a big fan of Clay and Tensai. So I'm very interested to see how this match turns out. And what about Naomi? Do you finally accept her as a great wrestler? Uh, did you just say great wrestler? Yes, for the Divas at least. No. Maybe the most improved Diva in the WWE, I, I can put that. I'm not, I'm not going to even say anything close to most improved after seeing one after seeing two matches on Raw. Yeah, I don't know. I, mean, I think she's one of the best females they have. How the, could you say that? You've seen her twice. But that's not true. We've seen her on but, NXT and everything. Nah. Yeah. Nah. Have you watched NXT? What? When have you watched her on NXT? I'm talking about the competition. Like three years ago. Oh. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sticking by my word. Okay. And I'm sure there's tons of people out there agreeing right now. Yeah. And I'm sure there's also tons of people like, oh, you know, Brandon's high on drugs. Yeah, you know, right. Naomi backwards is I moan. That's a cool story, bro. Yeah. yeah and on that note, let's head into Monday Night Raw. Van Wilder. <laughs> really, dude? Yeah, I learned that from Van Wilder. Chris, reintro it. No. <laughs> I got cut off. Okay. Too there? bad. You lost yeah, it. Yeah, forget it. All right. <laughs> there we go. All right. Well, uh, I'm trying to look, look through Ooh. here. I guess let's start off with the bads. Um, Antonio Cesaro defeating Alberto Del Rio via countout. Uh, post-match, you have, I mean, which caused the countout was Jack Swagger beating the shit out of Ricardo Rodriguez again. And then after the match, Alberto Del Rio comes back in and just hits an arm bar and everything's good with the world. I felt like this match fell short completely. I feel like the fans didn't support it. When they went for the superplex off the turnbuckle, it was dead. Re- it was dead. Yeah. No reaction, which norm- normally a superplex off the top, you'll get a holy shit like uh, reaction or oh reaction. They got I think- nothing. I think for the most part, the crowd was dead, and it was surprising for it being in Philadelphia. Well, people in Philadelphia are just terrible. I'm kidding. Sorry. <laughs> are I, you kidding? Mm, well, I would like to know, what is your suck. gripe with Philly? Why gripe with Philly? Okay. Yeah. I'm going to tell you two stories right now. They're total tangents. We shouldn't be dis- I shouldn't Wait, be discussing. Wait, do we take this for a rant? No, because our, the rant this week is just too good. It's just too good. Um, I said this on the show, too. The Cliff Lee was a free agent. And apparently all signs were inkling that he was going to be going to New York. I was like, all right, awesome. Cliff Lee, great. You know, wonderful pitcher. Fantastic. Uh, and then he signs, with the, he signs with the Phillies for a five-year option with a vesting option for a sixth. So I was like, all right, butt fuck the Philadelphia Phillies. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to boycott Philadelphia. Uh, also, too, I think this had to be about maybe five years ago or so. How long has my sister been married? I don't know. But we went down to Philadelphia for my brother-in-law – well, now brother-in-law's bachelor party. The, the, the bad thing about Philly is everything closes at 2 o'clock in the morning. So we got kicked out of wherever we were at 2 o'clock in the morning. We decided to go get uh, cheesesteaks. Uh, Pats? Was it Pats? Yeah, it was Pats. So we go. We're waiting online. And the Sunday – well, the, I guess you could say later that day because it was 2 o'clock in the morning. The Eagles were facing the Giants in a you know, Sunday night football showdown. This was actually when the Eagles were decent and not the uh, laughing stock of the NFL that they are now. 
Uh, anyway, we're sitting online and there's this big fat drunk guy behind me that stands up on one of the uh, picnic tables and starts flapping his his arms back and forth like a bird and just starts screaming, "The birds!" So me being the 23, 24 year old idiot that I was, and completely inebriated on the uh, overconsumption of alcohol. Started to get you know, inkle this guy. Like, hey, when was the last time you guys won anything? You know, you guys won the World Series last year, but you guys are terrible. New York's better. Blah, 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 blah. Then all of a sudden, this guy starts getting up in my face. You know, me, all 160 pounds of me that I am. And one apparently one of his friends was going to clock him. Luckily, you know, my brother-in-law's brother is a New York State trooper, and all the guys we were with were built like brick shit houses. So that didn't happen. So every time I go to Philadelphia, I just have a bad taste in my mouth coming out afterwards. You know, National Pro Wrestling Day, I was so stoked to get cheesesteaks. We get on 995 South, and I'm sitting in 20 minutes of traffic to get off one exit to go back home. So I don't know. I, I, I'm not a fan of them just because of the Flyers, and I've seen the way that Flyers fans uh, act they after post game. They booed Santa Claus. The Philadelphia Eagle fans booed Santa Claus. Well, screw Santa Claus, and Philly's been good to me, so. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. You okay. know what I'm, know what I'm not a fan of with it? What? I am not a fan of how Del Rio uh, got Cesaro yeah. in that armbar right at the end. Thank you, Dave. Yeah, Thank that, you for getting that. Was I, be a I hated that. No, it's a reintroduction. I, yes. I don't see the I don't see the point of okay, Cesaro wins by uh, countout. That's good because it doesn't give anybody the upper hand. I'm fine with that. No. But then to have Cesaro get in the ring and get him in the cross armbar, there's no. Wait, you just, that. To, to have Alberto Del Rio get in the ring and get him in the cross armbar. Yeah, yeah, Cesaro. to have Del Rio in the ring and get Cesaro in the cross armbar, it makes no sense. There's no payoff to it. it all it does is make uh, Cesaro look weak as a champion. It makes Del Rio look like, oh, shit, this guy is great. But there's no point for that. Yeah. You could have just had Cesaro walk away and have Del Rio just beat the shit out of Swagger to the backstage area or watch uh, look over Ricardo. There was no point for that. Yeah, I know. I agree. I agree on that one. All right. We'll continue on with more bads. Triple H comes out, cuts a promo about facing Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. His back is up against the wall. He comes out of retirement to go into a retirement match. And then after his promo, Wade Barrett comes out for his scheduled match against The Miz and gets kicked in the balls. I don't which then Which then leads to uh, The Miz defeating Wade Barrett. I guess that ball shot was just so hard. I just... I don't understand why Triple H like why would that happen like that why would Triple H feel the need to bury Wade Barrett in that situation I don't I don't know if it was consi- really considered burying I mean but he like, really why did he him. do it why did he do it that makes no sense like why did in, in whoever booked that's mind why probably did Triple that H. have to happen why it did was, that have to happen Triple H probably booked it and they could have they should have just walked past each other just doing a little stare down just so looking at each other if, if even that that would have built Triple H up that would have built Wade Barrett up and then just to have he comes out and get kicks in the ball he, I like, think it what? was just to get the get a pop from the fans that's it yeah it, it, that, that to me that that shows how childish he is like that's like one side of him when when they do stuff like that I don't get it well, I feel like there's a majority of the booking staff with being childish with things that they do. They can be smart, and then at some points, like you could just see, they're so childish. So childish. Oy vey. Oy vey. All right, uh, continuing. Kick you in the balls. Yeah, you wouldn't dare kick me in the balls. I don't. See, I don't do that. I don't hit people in the balls. I don't slap people's balls. I don't do that at all. 
He just sucks on them. I don't. I don't freaking mess around with that stuff. Oh man! All righty. Let's get uh, into one the la- last bad. And I think the big bad coming off of big bad coming off Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. Anyway, was the Rock and Cena went for a Legends Q and A session. Uh, it was conducted by Brett the Hitman Hart. Dusty Rhodes, Booker T, and Mick Foley. Ric Flair was supposed to be there, but apparently he had a blood clot in his leg and had to uh, be rushed to the hospital. So, yeah, they, apparently this was a this is a recurring thing too. I mean, this is why he was pulled off that All Japan in uh, J- in January. Yeah, because he had blood clot. Yeah, same blood clot right in the leg. Chris Candido passed away from that too. Yeah, so got to be careful. But this segment just fell. And then at the end of this thing, The Rock ends up rock bottoming John Cena. I, all right. I've hated it for the fact that you had the fans cha- – the fans didn't like it either because you had the fans chanting boring, Cena sucks, the usual Cena sucks, Rocky. But the boring chants, nothing enticing about it at all. You have everybody out there. Uh, everybody, A lot of people on Twitter were like, oh, you got some great legends out there. How is this not amazing? But it's – they could have just had – you could have had The Rock as a special guest referee in a match. I feel like that would have built up – and I feel like they would have done that um, a while ago too with under different booking writers and whatnot. But they could have had The Rock as a special guest referee for a John Cena match to build up for this WrestleMania match, and that would have been a lot better. Yeah, John well, Cena versus Pancake Patterson. Exactly. Special yeah, guest referee The Rock. Honestly, I think if they wanted to do – if they wanted a segment instead of like a match like that, <clears throat> what should have happened last year for this match was a Piper's Pit, honestly. Didn't that happen last Piper, year, though? Did it? I, I feel like recall. it did. I don't, I don't think it did, and I think Piper was disappointed that it didn't. Oh, yeah, no, no, yeah, Piper was going for that or something. I don't know. Because was, was it that around think, the time where it was like he had an alleg- like allegedly inappropriate thing with Caitlyn? Or is that a different thing? Oh, yeah, no. You're, that was some sort of backstage beef with both of them. Okay, I, I didn't know if that was similar to why that wasn't shown or why that no, wasn't done. Piper, no, because Caitlin confirmed that that was no, all. Yeah, yeah, yeah Caitlin confirmed that that was all. But that's like the whole thing. Like, if you want to push a segment with Legends or whatever, Piper's honestly the way to go in that situation because he would have captivated the audience. He would have held his own. He, he would have given it out. He would have. Yeah, by having yeah. by having these uh, what these five uh, four, four uh, wrestlers Jerry out. Lawler. What? Yeah, Jerry Lawler. Yeah. But these legends sitting there in the ring doesn't really grab you or anything, especially when you give them two minutes to ask a question. You're not. They're not really doing all that much. Like, what's the most memorable thing you took from that that segment with the legends? Legend wise. Yeah, I don't know. Listening to Dusty Rhodes not make any sense. That's pretty much all I took. I honestly I cannot remember anything else besides that. Right. I don't see the point. I mean, yes, I understand why Booker T was out there because of the Ric Flair, but I just don't. I don't. I just don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it either. I thought I honestly a little piece of me thought it could have been Bruno that was going to be out there. Uh, uh, no, I, heard that, I heard they're. I heard they're trying to keep him off TV until uh, the Hall of Fame to get people to go watch that. Before uh, they actually just announced that Arnold Schwarzenegger was going to induct him too. Yeah, well, that's that's a good and that's a good uh, segue to bring us into our goods. Yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger is going to be inducting. Uh, yeah, he's going to be inducting 
Bruno and San Martino. Sorry, sorry, I lost my train of thought. Um, yeah, I that's... told my friend that, and he goes, "Well, that doesn't make <clears throat> that doesn't make any sense." And I'm like, "It makes total sense. I just don't like that." Why don't you like it, Brandon? Yeah, why? Because I don't know. I just feel like I'm not going to understand him. And <laughs> that's a, a great. Who would you rather have induct Bruno? Honestly, I would have liked to have seen Triple H induct just for the for... no, why just for the simple H? fact that. Just for the simple fact that Triple H was the one that solidified the deal for the most part, and I feel so like why, so why does he have, why does he need more credit now? Well, I don't know. I just feel like he did justice for Billy Graham. He'll do justice for. So why not have somebody that actually means something to Bruno? Which means God. like who? Like Schwarzenegger. Aside, if if you had to pick somebody else besides Schwarzenegger, like I don't know, I'd probably pick one of the older wrestlers or older managers to do it. Yeah, like Otherwise, Gene. I mean, current current day, Schwarzenegger is the perfect fit. Plus, we all know Vince McMahon has a hard on for anything celebrity wise that will get him press, and Schwarzenegger will get him press. And also, the new Austrian Death Machine album, Triple Brutal, is coming out. That's a great way to <laughs> exactly. So, is that what you were talking about before? It's segways. No, um, no, that was just uh, you started talking about Arnold, and that's the only thing that popped in my head was. Austrian Death Machine. If you guys don't know what it is, it's the lead singer of Azalea Dying. He did a side project of all like Arnold quotes that they made into heavy metal songs. It's hilarious. It's so awesome. Go check it out. And he's trying to get a, like a Kickstarter kind of thing to fund the new album. And I would fund it. All right. So now speaking of goods, let's uh, get on to the goods. Actually, no, we only have one middle. So let's talk about the middle. Uh, the Shield defeated Greg Kali, Zack Ryder, and Justin Gabriel, giving uh, Greg Kali the triple power bomb. Hopefully, power bombing his hopes to get on the WrestleMania card. But we all know he'll probably be there. I I was all right. I go back and forth. I thought it was a good match because you had a lot of you had the Shield going against Ryder and Gabriel. Kali is like that wild card that doesn't really. The thing I didn't like was they were the commentators were building him up for more than he is currently like when he got in the ring they were really hyping him up like oh Kali's the monster what's gonna happen he's a former world champion but they're not what, like what they should be saying is Kali's a joke yeah but I gotta belong on television you gotta give him credit for taking that triple powerbomb though that's a big bump for a guy his size to take I feel like that's a big bump no I uh I agree with you on that one so I, I give him a lot of credit with that yeah bro I don't know. To me, it's a it's an up and down thing. Well, I mean, but you're with that size and the amount of health uh, hazards that you well health issues that you have going on. I feel like that's a big bump. I've when was the last time you saw Kylie take a bump like that re- recently? I don't think ever, but it's still like I, I saw. I, uh, I forgot what it was, but he took a a very similar tough bump going off the turnbuckle or a ladder or something like that. But recently, this is the biggest bump that he's taken since coming back from his, uh, what was it, neck injury? Uh, no, brain surgery. Yeah, brain surgery. Yeah. Okay. All right. We're spending too much time on Greg Holly. Uh, goods. <laughs> Let's get on to goods. You had, uh, starting off the show at CM Punk taunting The Undertaker, then the lights go out, the gong hits, and The Undertaker is in the ring beating the heck out of CM Punk. I love the fact how it was like, how CM Punk said, rest in peace, and the right... Yeah. Right as Pete, he was done with peace, or towards the end, the gong hit. I thought it was yeah. perfect. Yeah, I really, I really enjoyed that. That was done like that. Yeah, same here. Same here. Uh, I got a good laugh out of Paul Heyman rushing up uh, the ramp with the urn, though. <laughs> it's pretty yeah. funny. 
Get out of here. Um, you have, it looks like Fandango was about to have another match, but Chris Jericho ends up attacking him. And then Chris Jericho defeats Dolph Ziggler via disqualification because Biggie Langston gets involved. And then post match, Fandango comes again. And why did why did Fandango's entrance? Why, how did they set that up? If they knew, if like, did they know he was going to run in? Like, what was the deal there? I don't know. I don't That's know. what I don't like about that. I liked it though, because you're really going over the top with this character by having him have this you know elaborate entrance and then the, him you know his silhouette of himself and sparkle. I'm, like, I'm, I'm a fan of the entrance and everything. I just don't get if you're going to do a run in. That kind of seems like it's premeditated for you know, but he he was supposed to like have a match and then Jericho attacked him. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but afterwards, Fandango hits that leg drop again, and it looks like we're going to WrestleMania. Fandango versus Chris Jericho. I'm actually very excited to see this match. So am I. Actually. I think that this this I definitely think Jericho is going to put him over. And this is going to be a big match for Fandango because this is either going to break the character really fast or make him into a star. Yeah. No, I, uh, I agree with you on that one. All right. More goods. Uh, this whole everything you can do, I can do better thing with uh, Ryback and Mark Henry is continuing to be good. Uh, this time, Mark Henry defeats the Usos and Ryback one-ups him by defeating three-man band. I don't – personally, I don't like it just for the simple fact that – I we know who's going to win. Okay, but still, it shows you, how the, you know, he beat two, he beat, Mark Henry beat two guys. Ryback okay. three guys. Okay. The, the one thing I didn't like was Ryback, they were saying, well, Ryback got two people, like, they were like, yeah. Yeah, they, they were building it up as if we never seen it before. Yeah, they disregarded his entire uh, debut in handicap matches where he would get two to three people up. Well, he never got I, three. I don't think three. Yeah, he never got no, three. I, I think he had a never. triple. I think he had a three on one match once, and he got them up. No, I don't think so. Because remember, right before the whole like shield thing happened, he was screaming, "Feed me three. No, before uh, CM Punk. That was it. I don't know. I feel like I saw a, a match of him versus a few jobbers where he got three people up. But I love these matches. Maybe you were the third that he got up. Yes, I love these matches because. Not only did you have – you knew who was going to go into this. You you saw them perf- uh, very strong. But the Usos and uh, – what was it? Three-man band. They looked really good in the ring too because you had the Usos actually double-teaming. Same thing with a uh, three-man band. And I love that. Because I love how they knocked them actually off their feet and they had the advantage. It really put them – it showed pretty much that both these wrestlers have weaknesses and that they are beatable. Yeah. Okay, I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at I typed into Google Ryback versus three jobbers. Oh, we could have done this later on. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 I, I know, I, I know. I was, just, I, was kind of, I was kind of hoping that you guys would talk a little, like, give a little bit of input on it. No, well, I said I liked it. Brandon said that he didn't like it. Okay. You know, it, that, that, that is what it is. I knew that you were going to go on a little bit of a rant. So yeah. I uh, looked it up, and but let's continue on now. Okay. Uh, let's... Uh, go on to the Rhodes Scholars defeating Brutus Clay and Tenshai. I guess, you know, maybe restarting that match from SmackDown from last week. And the uh, Rhodes Scholars getting the win. What do we feel about this? Love Monsters it. Monsters of Funk? The, no, tons of Funk. Tons of Funk? Yeah, I mean, that's the only... Be- Brandon has to nitpick out the bad things about this. He doesn't like their name. But the tag team match itself was really good. The tag team I, division I, is uh, still alive and well. Yeah, you, that's exactly why you don't need Team Hell No in there anymore. Because these, peop- these wrestlers and tag teams can carry themselves now. Um, I, I, lo- I love the disaster kick. 
Yeah, so do I. It's it's one of my favorite finishers right now. Yeah. Well, it's not a finisher, but it's a good move. The signature move. I don't know. He finished off the match this week with it. Yeah. So, but, well, was that main event or no? Was it no, on no, Raw. David doesn't watch that. On Raw, he mailed the disaster kick and pinned him. Yeah. Okay. All right. There we go. Because it was a distraction. All right. And then the uh, the last good of the week was AJ defeating Caitlyn via count out because uh, Caitlyn speared the guardrail, couldn't make the 10 count, and makes it up. I just want to see a full match where, like, they both go at it or – Caitlyn's gut buster is sick. Yeah, I know. She's taking maybe a, a page out of Roderick Strong's book. Yeah, right. Uh, I'm I'm anticipating this match as well. It's just disappointing that they can't make up their mind what they want with the Divas match. I mean they have Kay- uh, Layla come in and heal it up and everything, but now apparently that's getting thrown out and AJ may get put in there. So it's just kind of annoying that you're so close to WrestleMania and they still don't know. Yeah, but yeah, I, mean, I guess now you could uh, you can kind of see that it's going to be AJ versus Kaylin. I mean, that's just my uh, personal. Well, that, I mean, I, honestly, we we honestly don't know because it's WWE. There, I'm t- until it's said, it's not anything. Yeah, I could right, easily, right. be, really I could easily see this being a multi-woman match. Still, I mean, I don't know. It's frustrating. Yeah, but you know, I to me, they, we can hope. We can hope. Yeah, we can hope. I mean. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that's it for uh, Raw for this week and SmackDown. Uh, next, we got two pretty much because you know the 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 Friday night the Friday SmackDown before WrestleMania is going to be absolutely nothing. It's just going to be like an access show. Yeah. So we have two shows next in this Friday yesterday. But next I, next week we'll we will be discussing the Rock coming back to SmackDown again. Right. Yeah. Rock coming back to SmackDown again. Uh, and yeah. And then uh, we'll do predictions next week for uh, WrestleMania, the show of shows. So we'll see who uh, who wins it this year. Who won it last year? Was it Brandon? For what? For WrestleMania? Yeah. I don't oh, recall. I don't recall. I'll look in my, uh, I'll look in my little book. But let's uh, talk some other, other outside of the ring stuff. You have Evan Bourne actually making his return to the ring at an NXT event this week, facing off against El Generico. But it's not El Generico. It's uh, – what is his name? Sammy Zane or something like that? Uh, Sammy Zane. Uh, what is it? Slam and Sammy Dellard? What is it? <laughs> no, you're just making up shit. Yeah. Sa- Sammy Zane. Oh, uh, okay. Sammy right. Zane. Fuck. Yeah, so that uh, that's good. I guess that's inspiring, you could say, for the Cruiserweight division. You bring up Evan Bourne. You bring in El Generico. You bring up uh, Pac. You know, bring these guys up. Start the Cruiserweight division up again. They, they just can't put him back in the tag team. I want to see him on his own. Yeah, no, so do I. I agree. I mean, I, I mean, you know what they're going to do. They're going to put him with uh, Kofi Kingston right when he comes back. So this way they have well, something to do with Kofi. You, you don't know that. I would we know that, see, Brandon. I would love to see... Either Kofi or Evan Bourne turn on one another. Like the maybe, only person I want to see tagging up with Evan Bourne is little Jimmy. So no. I don't know. I would like to see uh, Evan Bourne. No, um, Evan Bourne in a matchup on his debut match, his return. Kofi Kingston comes out, shows him some love, some support, and then he turns on him right at the end. Yeah, I think it would fit. Uh, Does I th- he show I- him some sugar or no? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I would like. To, I would like to. Uh, I would like to see Evan Bourne versus uh, Antonio Cesaro. Because that could have the potential to be effing awesome. I don't know why I said effing, but yeah. Yeah, except it'll happen on main event and nobody will see it. Yep, absolutely. All righty. So, uh, yeah, that's a little WWE talk for this week. Was there anything else that we're missing, Dave? 
Because I know you have all the outside of the ring stuff. Right uh, now. Yeah, Jerry Lynn's retirement show happened. Yeah, I was gonna the- I was gonna wait for that for the, the end of. Uh, Independent wrestling, but yeah, let's talk about that then. Yeah, why not? Yeah, Jerry Uh, Jerry Lynn had Jerry Lynn had his retirement show where he actually faced off against Horrors, the psychopath, JB Trask, and X Pac in a hardcore match. And Jerry Lynn, of course, picked up the W. X Pac got injured. Are you? And this is in Minnesota, their hometown, and everything, home crowd. Are you guys a fan of this? The way he goes out in this facing two, you can't, you can't not be, can't be not a fan of it. It's like. I mean, you can, but it's like you don't know backstories over there. Yeah. But well, would you rather see Jerry Lynn versus X Pac one on one match as opposed to throwing these other two people in there that we don't really, that we're not familiar with? I mean, that was one of the matches that I wanted to see at PWS more than anything since last year. But what? Uh, uh, Sean Waltman versus Jerry Lynn. Mm-hmm. But. Um, it's one of those things. Maybe these guys, like, maybe they just wanted the rub. Maybe they just wanted to give it to these guys. I don't know. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, Jerry that's Lynn. That's so bad, Brandon. Why? No, I didn't say they wanted to rub him off or anything. Or... Well, Jer- Jerry Lynn is getting paid from the promoters. I mean, they may have wanted to. They may have wanted to bring him in just to put them o- put their their talent over. So, well, he didn't really put necessarily put their talent over because he won the match. But when you know, I, it's, it's I, a, it, let me can, can I talk? Can I talk? Can I talk for a second, please? Yeah. Okay. 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 You could talk. You could talk, Chris. You could okay. Talk. Thank you. Um, it's it's the it's St. Paul, Minnesota, right? Correct. That's where it was. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't know if St. Paul, but well, it was yeah, in Minnesota. So you want to have, you know, he, I guess he wanted to have his last match as being the Minnesota boys instead of not bringing anybody in, kind of finish where he started off because nobody knew Jerry Lynn when he had his first match in Minnesota, and nobody knows these guys that were in this match with him in Minnesota. So it's kind of like maybe like you know everything's coming full circle. Right. Maybe these guys someday will have their retirement match against people like that. Like maybe they could be. Maybe yeah, maybe these guys go on to, you know, have amazing Main careers. event WrestleMania or something. Names like Horace the Psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny, uh, though, at, that uh, WWE put up a, a video, a whole section of uh, Before They Were Superstars video. Okay. And one of them was Jerry Lynn. And Jerry Lynn, it was on an episode of, uh, I don't even know what it was. It was for early WWF, I think it was. And he looked like Marty Jannetty, like his the same style haircut, like the rockers and everything. It was funny. That's, no goat, no facial yeah, I think, hair. I think I saw some of those videos. Like he looked like that with uh, the X Pac when he yeah. first faced him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Jerry, Lee, um, I just gotta say it's an honor. Um, it's an honor to see one of his last matches and one of his great two. matches in versus. Two. Oh yeah, two of them. But obviously, which one really stands out the most? I don't know. I don't want to say either or. All right, yeah. I'll say. I'll, I'll, well, I, I, I'm I going to be there, honest. I'm not going to no, hold that shit. No, I'm going to say Lance Storm versus Jerry Lynn was a great match, but I'm not taking anything away from Mondo. and I'm Bob. not going to take anything away, but I'm going to be honest that the Lance Storm versus Jerry Lynn stands out a lot more. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Yeah. It's not sugarcoating. It's an opinion. Yeah, yeah and an you're opinion. entitled to it. Opinions are like assholes. Everybody has one. Damn skipping. Then, yeah, yeah but then you get fucked by a dick and it sucks. Uh, I don't know. Not me, Brandon. Maybe you. Yeah, right. Yeah. You right. don't know anything about twisting nipples. Okay. <laughs> I kind of fell flat there, Brandon. Yeah, but anyway, uh, let's take a break here. We'll get into, I guess you can call this a segue. We'll get into some uh, pro wrestling here on Marking Out.
This is Matt Hardy, the man who is stronger than death, and you are currently listening to Marking Out. And we are back on Marking Out, pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. Uh, we're going to forego TNA Impact talk this week because um, we record our show, you know, as you are listening right now, our shows are recorded on Saturday, and that's going to be in the heart. Friday. Well, we the show comes out on Saturday. And that is in the heart of WrestleMania weekend. So rather than talk about, you know, TNA setting up things for the next three weeks to come, we're going to get you guys set up and get you guys prepared for everything <laughs> that is going on WrestleMania weekend. Yes, you can go to Access, you know, get a bunch of autographs, see, you know, all the NXT stars in action. But there is so much more independent wrestling that is going on that you could probably save a lot more money and see a lot more awesome stuff. And it's starts off Thursday in Metuchen, New Jersey, Pro Wrestling Syndicate's Supercard 2013. There is two nights. Uh, the first night, you're going to have all three of your titles on the line. You're going to have the PWS Heavyweight Champion, Too Cocky Kevin Matthews, is going to be defending his title against... My one of my personal favorites. I'm actually wearing one of his shirts right now that I got off ColtMerch.com. Colt Cabana. Uh, this is a pretty big test because Colt Cabana is maybe one of the biggest guys on the independent scene right now. I don't even know if they've ever had a match together. They have one on one. I don't believe so. And I think Kevin's mentioned that on Two and a Half Wrestlers. Mm. So that's a, that's a big match. Your tri-state title is going to be in the line. Your champion, yours truly, Alex Reynolds, will be defending against the man who will be getting his rematch. That being in Starman. So that should be uh, fun to watch. Hopefully, uh, for some reason, I see Checkman getting involved somewhere. Probably. Probably. And then your PWS tag team titles will be defended in a four-team match. The Fat Pack, Fat Fala, and DJ Fat Pat will be defending their titles against Black Hollywood, against the Southside Players Club, and against the team of Destruction and Seduction. So a lot a lot going on here title picture wise i wonder i wonder where ox baker went yeah i mean i guess, <laughs> I guess they're not using him anymore but i mean we can run down the entire card but rather doing that I, each one of us kind of picked out a match that we're looking forward to so we'll start off with dave all right my match that i'm gonna choose that i'm looking forward to is davy richards versus tony uh, anthony niece yeah i think this is going to be a technical clinic and it's going to be hard hitting, and I cannot wait to see this. Yeah, Brandon. Uh, honestly, it really is difficult to pick one single match, but uh, I really am looking forward to seeing Pat Buck versus Tommy Dreamer. That was the second night, dickhead. Oh, we're not doing that. No, we're going to do that next. Boom oh. roasted. Boom roasted. I thought it was just in general for both nights. No, nope. But that's yeah. okay, Chris. You could go, and then Brandon pick one from the first night. All right. Well, I'm going to say. I'm going to uh, say. Trent question mark versus Sanjay Dutt. This has the ability to be a high flying match. Uh, you know, if you're not the biggest PWS fan, you've seen Sanjay Dutt on TNA programming recently, and Trent's been all over the place. You know, wrestling in Calgary, wrestling. He wrestled. This is his PWS debut, wrestling in PWG. So this is gonna be this is exciting for me to uh, see. I'm not I'm not gonna be there, but I may order the pay per view uh, on high spots. So. Well, they got what is it like seven cam- hard cameras uh, filming? Yeah, so it's gonna five. Be... So it's going to be awesome. It'll be yeah. covered. Brandon, have you found a uh, match from the uh, first event? Well, you know, it's it's difficult to pick just one match 
But uh, if I have to pick one match, I would have to say John Morrison versus Elijah Burke. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we know the ability of both these guys. And to me, it's just it, it'll bring me back to the, the ECW and WWE. And I thought, uh, aside from the fact that it was ECW, yeah. I thought it was phenomenal television. Yeah. No, and I, I really I like that ECW better than Raw or SmackDown at some point. So <laughs> it'll bring me to back to that. So. I, I could agree. I was a big fan of Test back then too. Yeah, he was. He, yeah, he, he was going to get a huge push, and then he. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Yeah. Then they got Nelson. <laughs> yeah. Right. And um, yeah, so then you have night two. Uh, if Kevin Matthews successfully retains his championship against Cole Cabana, he will be facing off against the premier athlete Anthony Nice. So Kevin Matthews really has a test for himself in the in these two days in Matouche, New Jersey. Cole Cabana the first night, Tony needs the second night, and also Alex Reynolds has a uh, a test for him too. Because if he defeats Starman successfully, he's going to be facing off the second night against Trent. So look for that to be the highlight match. I have a question about the Kevin Matthews match. Okay, can you see Anthony Nice joining Reality Check? No. Okay. Because apparently in his promos, I guess he's been saying that he's like a TNA wrestler and stuff like that. I don't know. Yeah, he's, 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 all, he's, all, he's like Mr. TNA. Oh, that's that's why like, I, I don't see Tony Nese joining because reality check's not really anti-PWS. Yeah. And they're just, mm-hmm. they're just a yeah, group they're of just, guys that are... Yeah. Mm. Um, one other match I want to... Yeah, that isn't title-related. Um, you're going to have... New Jack facing off against Necro Butcher, and this is going to be New Jack's final wrestling match of his career. So, I think that's huge. I think it's huge too. It's going to be a bloodbath. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for the stapler to get pulled out. Did you see the promo video that he shot? No. Or that somebody shot? No, I haven't seen it. It's like it's as if he's in like an auditorium talking to a, a group of people, and all you see is just him on stage, like pants, uh, not pantsing. Pants down. <laughs> no, what am I trying to say? Like walking back and forth. And uh, he's cutting his promo, New Jack, I'm going to be real with you. I'm not a technical wrestler, blah, blah, blah. Necro Butcher? Yeah. What did I say, <laughs> New Jack? Yeah, you said New Jack. Yeah. Necro, I'm going to fucking bring this. I'm going to bring my, my Freddy Krueger claws, whatever. I'm going to stab you till you bleed. You're going to look at me say, please don't kill me. Then he just walks off the stage and the crowd is silent. They don't know how to react. And New Jack comes back on the stage and goes, clap! And everyone <laughs> claps. I, I thought that was the funniest thing. I, I popped for that. I thought that was hilarious. I, I think it's funny. Uh, Keith Miggs, uh, Keith Miggs from PWS, he actually <laughs> tweeted out something very funny. He said, spoiler alert, New Jack and Nec- Necro Butcher are going to swerve everyone and have the most technically sound match of the entire weekend next Friday. Uh, I thought that was funny, too. I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. All right. So then Uh, you have – okay. Now we'll get into the matches of the night that we're most interested in. I guess Brandon already uh, said his. Pat Buck versus Tommy Dreamer for the simple fact that we don't really get to see much of Pat Buck in the ring. And I'm a fan of his in-ring work. And I've always loved Tommy Dreamer's work. So He supports his Ryback-ish armbands. He's got Ryback armbands? Yeah, it's pretty funny. But it says, uh, what is it, P or I think yeah, it says P. P on there. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, haven't, I haven't seen it. I'll have to take a look out for it. I don't know. Uh, Maybe we'll see some other retires, though. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, Chris, who are you choosing? Um, John Morrison versus Jushin Liger. Jan Morrison. Jan Morrison versus Jushin Liger. This is going to be 
uh, very technical, high flying match. Yeah, it's gonna. Be- I mean, we have the innovator of the shooting star press in that match. So yeah, so I mean, it was. I know it was supposed to be Laparca, but apparently, you know, I guess visa issues or something like that. He wasn't be able to make it. Regardless, that's one, and we're forty. 50-something minutes into the show. Wow, muscle tough. I know, right? Um, yeah, David said muscle tough. That's one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to actually choose Lance Anawahi versus Sanjay Dutt. I think yeah, that's going to be, be I think that's going to be a very good match. If you haven't seen uh, Lance Anawahi, you really should check him out. He's up at Kami, and I can see he has a bright future. Yeah. And he, and he just turned 21, so very bright future. Yeah, so, yeah. ProWrestlingSyndicate.com. You guys can look at both cards. If you're if you're going to if you're going to be around WrestleMania weekend, if you're coming out of town and you're looking for something to do, go to these events, man. They get dude. They got they got Bret Hart for only fifty dollars for two autographs and two fo- uh, a photo with him and two eight by tens. You cannot beat these deals. They got Lita, you, uh, Bill After, everybody. Yeah, everybody and anybody's going to be there. So yeah, uh, Billy Graham. Yeah, yeah, no, they got Billy Graham too, fuck buddy. Um, no, not fuck him. He's just he's just outspoken. <laughs> just just like you, and that's why you love him. All right. Well, let's continue on. I, I kind of want to go chronologically. Absolutely. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like you, Brandon, you could care less about everything that I'm gonna we're going to talk about in the next 20 minutes. <laughs> so, Absolutely, you're right, but – no, I don't know. What, did you not want it to go in chronological order? Yeah, I mean, well, we'll start off. We'll start off with Ring of Honor. This is the last thing I was going to talk about, but it's the first. We'll talk about it now. Uh, Ring of Honor is going to be in town as well, doing their Super Card of Honor Seven. This is going to be on iPay-per-view. Oh, by the way, Pro Wrestling Syndicate is going to be uh, HighSpots.com, HighSpots.tv, I believe. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Super Card of Honor. Your main event of the night. Kevin Steen will be defending his title if he can get through Mark Briscoe against his brother. Jay Briscoe. So this should be interesting. Both of these guys, well, Jay Briscoe's been there since day one. I don't think he's ever been the Ring of Honor heavyweight champion, so this could be, you know, big for him. I don't see Steen losing. Wait, was was yeah, Mark was Mark there from day one too? I believe so. Yeah. yeah. This is a big opportunity. Yeah, this is a big opportunity. I'd like to see Jay Briscoe. I like their uh their promo that they cut in like the uh the chicken house with uh Uncle Jeremiah and uh, Papa Briscoe sitting there behind him too. Oh, that was I, for, I, that was for uh, South Carolina. I'm sorry. I, I don't know how they will be if they separate Briscoes though. I don't think they should. I think that they're a great tag team and single wise. I don't. I don't see it happening yet. Mm-hmm. Well, it, that doesn't necessarily mean they have to split them though. They could both go on to. To be single wrestlers and still be together. Yeah, like how when uh, Dolph Ziggler and Biggie Langston win the tag team titles. and Please Dolph, don't say that. Dolph Ziggler cashes Please in. Please stop saying that. Don't say that. Okay. Yeah, right. All right. Well, t- speaking of tag team wrestling, the tag titles will be on the ro- line when Red Dragon, Kyle O'Reilly, and Bobby Fish take on the American Wolves. So this could be – this is going to be a hard-hitting match itself. Uh, Oh, yeah, this is going to be – I feel like this match, there's going to be blood, but it's not going to be hardcore or anything. It's going to be blood because somebody legit kicks somebody in the head. Yeah, absolutely. Do the, do the American the wolves – do the American – what did you just say? Or or busted somebody's nose. Oh, OK. I thought you said busted somebody's nuts. I was like, what? <laughs> did uh, Do the American wolves team up like often still? Or? Um, yeah, they're, they're starting to wrestle together Again, more often. More. Yeah. They did but that they, separation they, and brought them back together now. Yeah, they had their big feud and whatnot, and then they had the Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Cole stuff, and now they're kind of 
coming back together a little bit, so it's cool. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fine with me. I like the, I like the Wolves. I think I yeah. liked them a little bit more as a tag team than I do as individual wrestlers. Beca- I, because I mean, look at all the stuff that Eddie Edwards does also too outside with the Dojo Bros. I, I actually I think that they're great separate, and I think they're great together. So for me, I, I they're I like great. Them. Right? Yeah, I think that they're great both uh, both ways. Uh, TV title is going to be on the line when your champion Matt Taven, accompanied to the ring with Truth Martini, who I just I love him. He's just awesome. The Punani Predator. Dude, his art of wrestling is one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah, definitely disgusting to listen to as well. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Matt Taven will be facing off against Adam Cole and Matt Hardy. Uh, this I think is the first title that Scum can go for. Do we see Matt Hardy maybe taking the gold? Um, I would, hmm, you know, I don't know because Matt Taven just won the TV championship. So it's so hard to see him lose it right now and just be one of those transition champions. Yeah. But with Hardy and scum backing him, I found it hard for not to see Hardy walk out as champion. Yeah. Yeah. Number one contendership is going to be in the line. Jay lethal will be facing off against Mike Elgin. Um, we saw Jay Lethal get his shot recently. Do you think it's Mike Elgin's time to take the, to go for the ROH title? I mean, he's I, gotten his shot too, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. I I think so. That was been uh, that's what really caused the feud with him and Roderick Strong, I believe. Yeah. But I, I'm a big fan of uh, Mike Elgin, especially after PWG uh, this past weekend with the what is it the the F machines or what? Yes, they've been they've been teaming for a couple times now. Yeah, battle at Bunker Hill. Uh huh. Yep, Brandon. Absolutely. Yeah. Good. Good input. Uh, I definitely want to see Elgin as champ uh, as number one contender. What do you think? Um, I could go either way. Uh, mm-hmm. I would rather. I don't know. I I, I don't know about this one. I, I feel like lethal. I, we've seen up there, and so I, I want to see Elgin up there just because it's kind of it's new ish. Has Jay Lethal ever been the Ring of Honor? Like no. So no. No. So. But he, but he but he's had his uh matches. Chances. Yeah, he has his matches and chances, especially when he feuded with Kevin Steen. Yeah. Um uh, one more match that I want to highlight is the this whole feud between Ring of Honor and Scum. It's gonna be a ten man match where BJ Whitmer, Mark Briscoe, Mike Mondo, Caprice and Coleman will be facing off against Scum's Jimmy Jacobs, Cliff Compton, Rhett Titus, Jimmy Rave, and Rhino. This is just going to be a oh, pandemonium. Look at that. Mike Mondo's getting involved. Yeah. Can go. you see anybody switching over to Scum? Nope. Can you, you see Scum getting any members that night? No. I, you, you, it's like the NWO. You're gonna, you don't want to have too many members where then you're going to have to branch off to you know Scum White and Scum Black. And, you, know. <laughs> you imagine that? Like it's, SWO or something? Scum World Order? The, there's one match that I actually am looking forward to is Carl Anderson's uh, debut. Or yes. his return with uh, Ring of Honor. Making I a, think they do. Well, he's making a rare American uh, Amer- U.S. match against Roderick Strong. Yeah, Carl Anderson used to team with uh, Tensai, for those that don't know, in yeah. Japan. Giant and just a, he was, was he with um, Retribution Project? Yes, he was. Okay. The WRP thing that you're not looking forward to? Yes. Yes, he was. All so, right. Yeah, so Ring of Honor, ring, uh, ROHwrestling.com. Go check that out uh, on Friday. Uh, now let's get into like 
the big, big mecca of what's going to go on WrestleMania weekend is WrestleCon. There's going to be, you know, Barbershop Window is going to be there. So go say hi to Ken and all the people at Barbershop Window. Go buy their shirts because I wish I could go. But unfortunately, I have prior engagements this weekend, like watching, playing with my band at Vibe Lounge in Rockville Center. If you're on Long Island, get tickets. Um, anyway, you start off Friday. Two, well, three big shows. You start off Friday afternoon with Evolve. Uh, they're going to be crowning their first ever Evolve champion. So you're going to have uh, the first round is going to be a four-way freestyle match. Sammy Callahan versus Rich Swan versus Samurai Del Sol versus Jigsaw. And the winner of that match is going to face off against Chuck Taylor. Then you're going to have on the other side A.R. Fox versus John Davis. And the winner of that is going to face Ricochet. So, and the end of the night, who do we think is going to become the first Evolve champion? That's so tough. First off, before I even pick a winner, I love the fact that they actually go by the records. Yes. For like the, the, for those that don't know Evolve, they uh, every win and loss and tie is uh, accounted for. That's why Chuck Taylor is facing the winner of the uh, of that four way match in the semifinals because he has a better record. I love that. Um. Shit, I don't want to pick first. <laughs> I yeah, I don't. This is a tough one. I can see I can see Sammy Callahan going on. And, That's the but, thing. Did did we like? Did Sammy Callahan kind of fizzle out recently on the independent scene? Like, no. I have you been seeing what he's been doing at PWG? But like, you haven't really been hearing anything. Like, he he got his tryout for WWE, and then it's just like, what happened? You just yeah. I don't know. I could see him, or I could see John Davis. I know. Uh, I think what was it? What what have I heard recently? Who does all the booking for Evolve? Gabe uh, Sapolsky. Gabe. Yeah, I heard he's really big on John Davis. So maybe booking yeah. as your champion, booking that big monster dude. I, I I like John Davis as winning it. Yeah, all especially right. with with his with what's going on with him in uh, DG USA. Yeah, I think that he's a good pick. Yeah. Cool, cool. Uh, then right after that, 8 p.m. Friday night, you're gonna have Combat Zone Wrestling. Uh, yeah, if you know, a lot of good technical guys in here, a lot of blood and guts, ultra-violent, hardcore matches. Uh, you're going to have those. You're going to have two deathmatch heroes facing off. Drake Younger is going to be facing off against Danny Havoc. Then on the total opposite scale of things, you're going to have Cole Cabana wrestling against Greg Excellent, both these guys comedic-style wrestlers. So this is uh, definitely more, an interesting... Can you imagine it was the most depressing match you've ever seen? Why? Just like because they're both comedic wrestlers, it's just like oh, uh, okay, um, I, Dave. Okay. I, I don't know. I, I love this first time ever match: Sammy Callahan versus Brian Kendrick. Yeah, dude, he's doing all these guys. I'm looking at all these. They're all doing double shots in both those days. I hope they're getting. And, and if if they're not doing double, they're doing triple. Yeah, I give I give these guys so much credit for what they do. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, what else are you going to have in here? The tag title is going to be on the line when uh, Catalyst is going to be facing off against the j- reinstated blackout of Black Cheese and Ruckus. This um, aerial assault is going to be sick. Shane Strickland versus CZW Wire champ AR Fox versus Rick Swan versus Chiva Kid versus Shane Hollister versus Lucky 13. Yeah, I was going to get onto that. If you're not familiar with aerial assault, the box is coming to WrestleCon. They put a big box in the corner and – you get a little bit more height advantage to do crazy, insane moves. And I spoke about Chiva Kid, you know, when I went to National Pro Wrestling Day, that, you know, this could be something that could definitely elevate his, I guess you could say, worth on the independent circuit. And it looks like it has. Uh, your main event of the night, the CCW heavyweight champion, Masada, will be facing off against. Uh, this is, I'm sorry. Well, I'm going to say it. John Ka- 
Yeah, you said June. All right, returning to action, the crazy monkey <laughs> June Kasai okay. versus versus Masada, the CZW World Champion. Yeah, so that's gonna that's gonna be ridiculous. This whole weekend is just like. Last weekend when we did what was it WrestleCon was last year too? Did they no? They didn't have a WrestleCon last year. What was it? We yeah, Wrestle um, Reunion. Oh yeah, that's Wrestle it. Reunion. I mean, that was a, a microcosm of what this is. Like this is nuts. And then at midnight you're gonna have Kaiju Big Battle, which is just is there is there at midnight a. Uh Five dollar wrestling. Yes, there is. Yeah, Brandon, that's, continuing that's, on that's to coming up. Yeah, continuing on to Saturday night after the Hall of Fame, there will be a five dollar wrestling. But Saturday, there's three events going on now too. You're gonna start <laughs> off start off at noon with Shimmer Fifty Three, um, Amazing Kong's gonna face off against Mia Yim, and you're gonna have your Shimmer Championship. Serana Knight's gonna be facing off against cheerleader Melissa in a steel cage. Soraya Knight, for those that don't know, is the mo- the mother of uh, current NXT wrestler Paige. And- I was gonna say for people who don't know who Paige is, she's an NXT wrestler. Yeah, right. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think this is going to be a really good matchup, and I feel that cheerleader Melissa is one of those wrestlers that doesn't get acknowledged enough. I feel that she's very, very good in the ring, and she just doesn't get what she deserves. She was the one with Kong, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what was I forgot what her name was, but yeah. yeah. But yeah, uh, this is actually going to be streaming on iPay-Per-View, www.nlive.com. So definitely check that out. Then 4 p.m., on Tuesday, you're going to have Chikara is going to be in action with the Shoulder of Palace, uh, making his return to the Chikara ring after months of being on the shelf. The devious one, Ultra Mantis Black, will be back in the ring. I'm excited about this one. Uh, you're going to have not just the Tomiko's action. You're going to have Ant Tomiko's action. Get it? Because there's going to oh, be a bunch shit. of ants. You're going to have the Colony and Frightmare facing off against Soldier Ant and Colony Extreme Force. So there's going to be seven ants and a kinetic ball of energy in that match. So look for that one to be crazy. Uh, your grand championship is going to be on the line when Eddie Kingston will be defending against Hollow Wicked. And Mike Quackenbush and a mystery partner will be facing off against Jigsaw and the Shard. For more information on the card, Dave, you're going to say something. Yeah, with the Eddie Kingston versus Hollow Wicked for the grand championship. Uh, I can see Hollow Wicked actually beating Eddie Kingston. Uh, I mean, this is look how long Eddie Kingston has held the championship for, mm-hmm. and Hollow Wicked has been there from I, from my knowledge, he's been there from the start. Yeah. So, I, I, and he's a very talented worker. I could definitely see him defeating Eddie Kingston for it. First ever, uh, no, he wasn't the first ever Young Lions Cup champion. You know, he could have like the Grand Slam, you could say, in Chikara. Yeah, I think that he'll win it. I, I don't think he's going to win it. I think someone else will win it before him. I think Green Ant will win it, to be honest with you. He, he didn't get his match in uh, Orlando, so now okay. hopefully in the next coming months maybe we'll see that. So you say Eddie will retain and then he'll face Green Ant in the future? Yeah. Good so, deal. Yeah, I'm excited for this one. So as I said, guys, I'll just have to give you some money to buy me some Chikara DVDs now too. ChikaraPro.com for more information. And if you guys are missing any of this wrestlecon.com has all of that uh now let's get on to dragon gate usa will be saturday night uh open the ultimate gate 2013 johnny gargano will be defending the open the freedom gate title against shingo japanese wrestler you're gonna have your tag titles on the line when chima and ar fox will be defending against the young bucks 
which I'll look for this to be a crazy, you know, high flying match as well. You just, know to com- funny? just to confirm, we're all, we're talking about Friday night. No, we're talking about Saturday night, Dave. The six. Oh shit! Wait. So they're doing. They're doing Evolve Friday afternoon, and they're wait. Doing- so Dragon Gate, or they're doing Mercury Rising on WrestleMania. They're doing it Sunday afternoon. Oh, okay. Continue. Uh, okay. Okay. And Brandon, you want to say something? Yeah, it's funny that when Booker T was announced about the Hall of Fame, the Young Buck fucking tweeted out saying congratulations, and that was the one that the whole story spanned from with the no handshake. Yes. Yes. Yeah, uh, I thought that was pretty funny. I think I think that the big match to look for during this is Johnny Gargano, the Open the Freedom Gate champion, versus Shingo. Dave, I said that. Did you? Yes. Okay. Yeah. But and I was gonna. I was gonna make that happened. I was gonna make a joke over there saying I bet he hates it when you call him Big Papa because Papa Shingo. You're terrible. Uh, <laughs> Six way match. Chuck Taylor is gonna be facing off against Eric Cannon, facing off against Jigsaw, facing off against Anthony Nice, facing off against Fire Ant, facing off against Shane Strickland. So look for this to be another high flying Dragon Gate style match. It should be a lot of fun. DGUSA.tv. And then at, at, at night, five dollar wrestling after the Hall of Fame. So uh, that should be uh, fun to watch as well. You guys see uh, DDP and Jake Roberts are going to be at that Kevin Nash bash? Oh, yeah, that's right. It's Saturday night. Think- yeah, they're going to be at Kevin Nash bash. I, I don't understand. I feel like that's going that's just like a big mark fest where everybody's going to go yeah. there and just be like, Dude, oh, I'm going to buy no, my no. wrestler a drink. No, no, no. It's, it's an autograph signing. Oh, so it's not an actual, like, it's just it's a... It's a party, but there's VIP packages for autograph signings and stuff, so... Oh, uh, that's, I don't know. It's exactly what you're going to think it is, especially it being at the Hotel right. Pennsylvania right across from Madison Square Garden. Yeah, I, right I can see you just, well, just bombarding them for autographs, and it's just being a clusterfuck of fuck. Yeah, so Saturday night, if you don't want to do that stuff, come to Long Island and see uh, Borgo Pass, play with Carve Your Niche, and Beyond Visible and Phosphate. You go to clubloader.com. But they don't even have a flyer up, assholes. I have to email them today. Thank you for reminding me. me. Uh, anyway, Sunday, if you want to get all jazzed up before WrestleMania, you can go to back to WrestleCon, go to DG USA because they're going to be having Mercury Rising. And ladies and gentlemen, just so you know, yes, this is the same event where Brandon got green stuff spilled on him by BXB Hulk. It was red. Oh, it was red? I thought it was green. Yeah. Okay, regardless, that's two. Uh, you're going to have a, your traditional six-man tag match where Chima, Ida, and Chima's secret weapon will be facing off against Rick, Sh- Rick Schwan, Rick Swan, Ricochet, <laughs> and Johnny Gargano. Uh, Tony Nese is going to be facing off against Soldier Ant. I have to start calling him Anthony Nese. I'm sorry. Anthony Nese will be facing off against Soldier Ant. And then well, you're going to have a really interesting match here that I know Dave is really excited about. The ladders are legal, high-flying fray. Can, um, can I describe this match? Yes, please. Dave. Okay. It starts with two participants. Another uh, another uh, wrestler enters at every two minutes. Eliminations can take place anytime by pinfall, submission, or DQ. Ladders will be legal when every participant has entered the match. And you know who this match is going to include? Who is it going to No, you include, do not Dave? because I didn't tell you. Okay. It's going to include Matt Jackson. Nick Jackson, the Young Bucks, A.R. Fox, Samurai Del Sol. Oh, fuck. How do you say this name? Uh, Nation. No, uh, Nation. Uha Nation. Uha Nation. Who's going to be making his return to DGUSA this weekend. And Christina Von Erie. Yeah, and Facade. See? Yeah, and Facade. 
and that's a random order. They're going to come out randomly, of course. But I feel like the wild card is Christina Von Eer. We've been seeing her get involved with CZW recently. Yeah, we saw in that um, death match with Masada. I could see her and Del Sol putting on something good. Absolutely, I can I can agree with you on that one. So yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a crazy, crazy, crazy weekend for wrestling. So if you want to completely overload yourself on professional wrestling, head over to WrestleCon. You know, go to the there's autograph signings there. There's gonna be a bunch of vendors. Go check all that stuff out. Go to all these shows because it's gonna be crazy. Yeah, you, you'll be able to, you'll be able to meet your favorite wrestlers there. I mean, go say hi to uh, to Charade. And follow him at Planet Charade. He's just—he's yeah. just returning from his neck injury that every I think every wrestling fan probably knows about, or any smart wrestling fan knows about his neck injury. He'll be there signing autographs. So go say hi to him. Yeah, Brandon, you want to say something? Yeah, I was going to say I think it's pretty crazy. How it's like it's wrestling, nonstop wrestling for like a whole week, and no. it doesn't even stop after WrestleMania. It goes right to. Monday Night Raw again. Yeah, so. Monday Night Raw is going to be at the Eyes Center, right? Yeah, I believe so. Oh, my God. Man. We could probably see a lot of I, – I could see definitely a call-up being the night after, like Chris Hero or something like that. Cause, or Bo Rotundo. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I don't know about Bo, – Bo's already been on there. Yeah, well, but we, he's kind of just disappeared. Maybe we'll see him at WrestleMania. Possibly. He could possibly screw uh, Wade Barrett out of the champion. Yeah. You, ne- you never know. But full – on WrestleMania predictions next week on the podcast. But right now, let's get into Shameless Plugs. Shameless Plugs. That's right. It's Dave the Rave, and I'm here with your Shameless Plugs. Help deaf fans get subtitles on wrestling DVDs by supporting our friends at Wrestling With Subtitles. They amassed over 1,500 signatures on their change.org petition with heavy help from the WrestlingGame.com. And due to their efforts, TNA will actually be putting subtitles on their DVDs now. When one one ah, I'm trying to read this and do a good job. When one battle ends, another one begins. So go support Wrestling With Subtitles on Twitter at WrestleSubtitles. Uh, wrestle subtitle and Facebook, facebook.com slash wrestling with subtitles. If you want to contact the founder, Max, directly email him at wrestling with subtitles at gmail.com. Great, great, very great cause. I think that's amazing that TNA got on board with this. Even though we trashed, you guys trashed TNA every single. Well, Brandon, specifically. Well, we, well, but well I don't we, really we trash all, TNA. We, we trash them fun. when they deserve to be trashed, right. but then we also acknowledge when they do have good wrestling. Right. Um, also, go Brett again, 89, my cousin Brett. No, don't, don't, no, 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 you're not doing this. You're not, no, 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 and nobody follow him. Okay, nobody follow him, but go check out his podcast, aroundcity.com or blogtalkradio.com slash aroundcity. They put out a new episode every Sunday and Tuesday. It's a talk show dedicated to the New York Mets. They got uh, analysis. They got reviews, pre, uh, pre-game talk, post-game talk. Everything. They have interviews with Rob Carson, who's a right-handed pitcher for the Mets, Darren from the Seven Line, and the list continues. So if you're a Mets fan, go go give them a listen. My last shameless plug goes to a little band that you may have heard on this podcast, Carve Your Niche. That's right, Niche. Damn it. They'll be be performing on Saturday. That's April 6th at 7 p.m. at the Vibe Lounge. That's 60 North Park Avenue in Rockville Center, New York. If you're not going to the Hall of Fame – Go see this band. That's right. Why? Because Chris is in it. Yeah, and they're playing with Borgo Pass, and Borgo Pass is pretty awesome. 
You know, the other most amazing part is I get, I get an email from the promoter. I'm, I really don't care because this guy knows nothing about me. He's like, it's our first show. He's like, oh, I'll put you on third or fourth bands. I'm like, really? I'm like, it's our, it's our first show or the third band. I'm like, awesome. I guess nobody else has a following. Do we, do we have to buy tickets for this? Yes, you have to buy tickets through me. We, we can't get hooked up? No, you can't. I'm sorry. My wife right. paid for a ticket. My All wife. Right. So my sister has paid for tickets. So. All right. So everybody else that listen, you have to pay double than whatever I pay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good, because we need some money for uh, the 500 stickers that I just ordered and the 100 CDs that Anthony just ordered to give away for free. So, but no yeah. T-shirts? No, not yet. We're waiting for uh, Dan at Inked Up the Merch to uh, help us out, so we've got to get yeah, a so to him. Yeah, so what is it? Facebook.com slash carve your niche. Facebook.com slash carve your niche. Twitter.com slash CYN band. And on that note, let's get into Chris's match of the week. Chris's match of the week. So my match of the week is not going to be a match of the week because it's going to be a rant about. um, I know we don't want to expose this person, but he's told us to our faces that, you know, it's cool that we do a podcast, but it's just not for him. So um, there's a certain wrestling fan here. Give a name. Give a name. name. Um, I know you didn't want to give a name. No, no. Give a fake name. Give give a fake name. Okay. Let me just think of this. Uh, Let's call him Hig... Hobroski, something really? like something uh, like that. That hey, works. You, want, you, don't, you, want, you didn't want to come up with like Carrie Underwood or something. No, no. Let's not. Hig Hog. Hig Hog. No, let's call him Hig Hobroski. Anyway, this guy. Um, I guess he gets. He's a little delusional. You can say, thinking that you know he's so cool. His Twitter handle has to be the promotion that he goes to when nobody there pretty much likes you, and you're not going to hear this, so I'm just going to rant on you. Listen, I was upset that I wasn't involved with Ringside Reactions. I wasn't even told about it. There's a reason why we don't want to tell about it because we don't like you. You're a, a delusional fan. Oh, look at me! I have to go play hockey in Syosset. Where the Ranger Islanders play. No one cares. No one cares. Make yourself look better by, you know, trying to promote everything else. I bowled a 300 game. I'm a fat slob. I smoke and drink too much. Blah, Wait, blah, blah, you, how, blah, blah. Chris, how do you like showing more reaction is not showing your own show? What's up? How do you like showing more re- more emotion is not showing to, up to your own show? Well, apparently he had more he had things to do, so he couldn't do the show. But that 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 that's when you reschedule. Hey, I can't do the show. Can we do it at a different time? We do that all the time. Like next week, you guys are going to be in New Jersey Thursday and Friday, so there's no way you're going to be able to do this podcast. I think we're going to do it at seven o'clock in the morning on Tuesday, just so we can make sure that we have something out and make sure that we're on there. But. I think I ranted a little bit too much, and I think that was just I, I was a little bit more of a straight shoot than it was a rant, but it's okay. Whatever. Anyway, if to you, whoever he's talking about, fuck you. Yeah, fuck you. And I, I know a couple of people right now will be laughing hysterically about this, but anyway, let's get on to some, uh, some uh, stop ranting. And Brandon, who do you want to shout about? I mean, shout out. This is marking out smooth jazz. Brandon Shadow's gonna make you come. Uh, for the second week in a row, Fox's Sunday animation domination has a slot in the shout outs, and it's because during the commercials, an ad came on for G.I. Joe, and it was The Rock, well, Dwayne Johnson, and he was singing the theme song to American Dad, so okay, shout, yeah, out, shout out to The Rock. And uh, brace yourselves for this one. I'm New- braced, I'm braced. New Jersey is about to get a shout-out from a New Yorker. 
<laughs> I have to seriously. I have to compliment them on their trains. Um, I believe I took the Path train to Newark, New Jersey on Wednesday. Newark, and uh, well, real people say Newark. So, oh, you're a real person. I didn't know. Yeah, I thought <laughs> yeah, you were a robot. Sorry, I, I have a belly button. Yeah, and uh, yes, and I just I think their trains were a lot nicer than the Long Island Railroad. So, it, it, honestly, I didn't feel like I was moving. It was it was uh, it was my first time on a double decker train too, so that was cool. Was I'm very happy you found your belly button, by the way. What do you mean found it? I never like. Well, you just said that you it. have a belly button, right? But, like I never called you up and said, "Oh my god, Dave, I lost my belly button. I can't find uh, it. I, it." To me, it sounded like you lost it. You had no clue where it was. No, I didn't say I found my belly button. I said I have a belly button. Okay, yeah, it I means you're a real what, person. Real what, people have belly buttons. All right, unless you're born without one. More so. shout outs. I'm going to go out on a limb and say the move was a botch, but on main event this week, Naomi did a harakarana to one of the Bella twins, but it wasn't done to the neck. Instead, it was hooked around the arm. And I honestly, I would stick with it if if I was doing that move. So the shout out to the leg of Karana arm drag or whatever it was, it looked pretty cool. Cool. All right. So good shout outs, Brandon. Thanks. No problem. I don't know why. Thanks. Good job. Yeah. Saw Taylor Swift this week. It was amazing. Yeah. I knew he was going to mention it. <laughs> yeah. Great. I, great. I worked all week, all right? Well. Well, what? Yeah. Well, On that note. Well, Taylor Swift performed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stop the presses. Taylor Swift performed. Yeah, right. Anyway, let's get to it. It's our... I feel like mark out moment of the week. Um, I feel like this is turning into Brandon shout outs because you know that t- that period of time where he would just always shout out Kelly Kelly or Bill DeMott because this, I think this is like the fourth time that this is a mark out moment of the week. The, pre- the preview for PWG All Star Weekend. Bolt- Should we retire it? No, because it, it. I watched it five times. It was that amazing. I was going nuts during that sequence with Ricochet and Samurai Del Sol. Like, that match, like, I have to watch the entire thing because that may be a match of the year candidate. But just the, everything in general just looked was nuts. It was absolutely awesome. There were so many parts where while j- just watching a preview, you just mark out over. I, I, I marked out for that Drake Younger versus Sammy Callahan match, some of the things that they did in that Guerrilla Warfare match. And then, but the, you know what the worst part was? That they just... The the last thing is just Sammy Callahan just taking a stable gun and just slow motion, and then it stops. It's like it yeah, makes, they, it, they really do a great job at buying uh, at making you want to buy these DVDs. So go, I mean, I posted both videos on Facebook last night. So well, two days ago or whenever you're watching this, so go to the Facebook page and definitely check those out. And buy some PWG DVDs because it's the best wrestling in the world. So anyway, that is our show for this week. Uh, next week it'll be, as I said, WrestleMania prediction time, and we'll talk a little bit of TNA, and it'll be fun. So until then, uh, Facebook.com/slash marking out, Twitter.com/slash marking out. Listen to this on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and yeah, at markingout.com. Buy sure. Let's say at RS Reactions too. RS Reactions. Go check out our debut episode about WrestleMania, and uh, yeah. Mick Matocho, thank you for the logo. Ring Road Rebellion, for, thank you for theme music. I will say it again, Shining Wizards Podcast. Uh, thank you for shining on. 
And for myself, Dave, and Brandon, we wish you the best of luck in your future endeavors. And we will see you next week on the pod.